Welcome to Giving Your Best Life with Stephanie Jones, aka The Giving Gal. Former police officer, private investigator, professional organizer, who pivoted to the corporate world and then through giving 522 gifts, became an author and inspirational speaker. Need a little positivity and inspiration in your life? Grab a mug of your favorite drink and cozy up in a comfy chair and join Stephanie as she chats about giving your best life. In each episode, she shares intentional ways to give to yourself and others, how gratitude can lead to a healthier, happier, more content life, and tips to accomplish your goals. Let's jump into giving your best life. It's Stephanie here, also known as Giving Gal, with episode number 59 of Giving Your Best Life. Oh, friends, thank you so much for joining me for another episode. Um, I love the feedback that I'm getting, the messages, the text, uh, the, the DMs, that it just seems like every episode, uh, one little thing connects with you as the listener. And that's my whole point of continuing to put out podcasts is that, um, you know, maybe you're in a place in your life and you hear one thing on this podcast that just helps you move forward, helps you get through the day, helps you calm your anxiety, reminds you of uh, the goodness out there, reminds you to give, to practice gratitude, to pursue your goals and and at the end of the day, have a good foundation um, in the Bible, in Jesus Christ, in practicing prayer, in worship. And, um, you know, that's that's why I do this, friends. So thank you for your continued support and your feedback. Often like to start with gratitude. This morning, I was doing a devotional. And Mark Batterson, if you haven't read any of his books, I love all his books. I will say sometimes he gets a little repetitive. Like I notice he shares some of the same stories within different books, but um, he's written Double Blessing. He's written um, Whisper, Circle Maker. Um, I think it was Circle Maker, something like that. It's on prayer, but has a lot of really good books. So I recommend if you're looking for a good book, go uh, look at his list and see if any are kind of what you need in the time of your life. But he was doing a devotional this morning and what struck me was he gave an acronym for fear and he said, fear is false evidence appearing real. And that really hit me in the gut. I just like broke that down and was thinking about Every time that I have fear, I get scared, like that is really true. Like most of the things that we are scared about, that we have fear, is false. There's something out there that appears real, but it's not. Turn on any news. Um, Fear sells. So turn on the news and then after you watch a story, um, go look for facts and data. That's one thing that I've really been trying to do over the last year and a half, two years, is not, you know, 
read an article on social media or listen to the news and take it as the gospel. Um, I really like to dig in and look at if they give a survey. So this is the other thing. Um, Right now we see a lot of research or surveys for a variety of topics. One thing I like to look at is how many people did they survey? Um, So a lot of times they'll, they'll appear as, or they'll position as like representative of, you know, the American people or whatever. And this isn't, I'm, I'm not talking about politics. This isn't a, a conversation about politics, but I'm just trying to get you to look at, you know, when we talk about false evidence, this is what happens a lot of times, which then gets into our mind and prevents us from moving forward. So the other day um, I saw a survey and I was like, wow, like, again, fear started to creep up. And then I realized they'd talked to like 1300 people. And what is it like 300 million people in the United States or something like that. So um, that's just one tip that I use is really ensuring that there's facts and data and not emotion behind whatever I'm reading or taking in uh, because fear sells. But I wanted to talk about fear today and relationship to pursuing your goals, pursuing that calling that God has laid on your heart. I've done another episode. If uh, if you're newer or you just started listening later, back on episode 15, go check it out. It's actually one of my favorite episodes because I was living in a treehouse. I can't believe that's been about a year ago. Uh, November, I went and lived in a treehouse. And um, man, it was a battle, I feel like, with the devil for the time that I was there. And a lot of my challenges there were wrapped up in fear. And if I take that definition, false evidence appearing real, 100% true. Um, All the things that I feared while I was in that treehouse, none of it was real. Um, None of it came to fruition. And uh, I was flying back from Napa Valley this week, and I had my journal with me that I had journaled why I was in the treehouse and even thought about just turning it into a little book because, man, there were so many good lessons that I learned while I was in the treehouse. And a lot of them had to do with like things not um, becoming real. real. But if we look at it in uh, as it relates to our goals, let's just tackle, there's, there's a lot of different fears that we have in our life and reasons why we don't pursue something. Um, but one of the big ones is fear of rejection. And this fear of rejection stops us in our tracks and stops us from even taking a step um, or putting ourselves in the position to even be rejected. It's like we reject ourselves before we give somebody else the opportunity to reject us. So I'll give you an example. This happens so many times within careers. So how many times have you been working for a company or even working for a company and see an opportunity at another company and you read the job description, you get excited about it, you could see yourself in a role, but then you notice that there are a couple of requirements or a couple of like 
must-haves that you don't have. And before someone can reject you or meet you or check you off the list and say, nope, you're not qualified, you don't even put in for that job. I really challenge you going into this next year, 2022, is to step through that fear and go for it. Don't let fear of rejection prevent you from moving forward into the area that God is calling you. So in that example, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? That's a great question to ask yourself. I always love these like mindset questions. I use these with my coaching clients is let's say that you see a job and it fires you up. You really feel like, wow, this is something I would like to do. And maybe Maybe you don't meet all the requirements, but what's the worst thing that's going to happen if you apply? So you don't get the job, but what if you got an interview? What if you got in front of a person that has another position that may not have, you know, the strict requirements that's on this job? What if the person that's hiring sees all your qualifications and goes, you know what? They don't have these one or two requirements, but look at everything else they have. I'll give you an example of this. So back in the day when I worked for the state police, I had someone come to me and ask me to apply for a director position at another agency within the state. And one of the requirements for that job was you had to have management experience because you would be managing and leading a team. I didn't have any management experience. I was like 25 years old and had never managed anybody. But this person who wanted me to apply said, yeah, but I see all these other qualities that you have. Just apply. So I applied I got an interview with the executive director and I met all the qualifications. I actually exceeded a lot of the qualifications except one thing. And do you know what happened is she decided, um, her name was Robin too. I want to give her a shout out because she really opened a door for me and um, she made the decision that she was going to take a chance on me, that I had all these other qualifications besides this one thing. And um, it ended up being a really, really good job that I love, that I excelled at, that gave me the management experience. How are people supposed to give manage- get management experience if nobody gives them the chance? So that's a great opportunity. I challenge you right now, if there's a career that you're looking at and um Take that step of faith. And at the end of the day, friends, like if the worst thing that happens is you don't get the job, okay. So one, you know that it's not as bad as maybe what you build up in your head. Maybe it's setting you up for success somewhere else. Maybe you make a couple of new contents. Maybe it's just for the fact that you actually, you know, pulled out your resume and updated it. And now you're ready to go for another opportunity that might pop up in the future. So Um, that's one area. Another area where fear of rejection gets in the way is in our goals. So beyond the goals of maybe a a new career or a promotion is I think back to when I was writing my book 
And, um, you know, it's authors don't want to put out their book because fear of rejection. What if you spend all this time and hard work and nobody buys it or nobody likes it or people read it and you get a a one-star review? And so I want you to think about a goal that you've had on your list or maybe you're working on it and you're stalled. And if you think about why you're stalled, it's because of fear of rejection. So Maybe it's starting a new business um, and you're like, people are going to say, what experience do you have? You have no business starting a business, no pun intended. But I really want to challenge you is think about that goal that you're stalled on or that you haven't started. And if the only thing that is holding you back is fear of rejection, ask yourself, what's the next step? And then take that step, friends. Uh, Shoot me an email, stephanie at givinggal.com. Tell me what that is and let me help you uh, take that next step. I also wanna talk about, finally, fear of rejection by other people. So the first two that I mentioned a lot of times has to do with other people um, and how they see us. And I want to give you a, a final example of this. So years ago, my friend invited me to go to hot yoga. And I, like I was not practicing yoga. I don't do yoga on a regular basis. And for some reason, I said yes. I don't even know why I said yes. Like fear should have just prevented me from even saying yes. So sometimes we do that is we commit to something and then fear starts to creep in of all the reasons why we can't do something. And then we start to backpedal and back out. Um, And this is really what I wanted to do on this day. But I was like, oh, I committed to doing hot yoga. And what I realized when I was in there is I had all these fears of what other people were going to think of me. You know, maybe I couldn't do a, one of the positions. Maybe I couldn't hold as long. Maybe I could, whatever. I just had all these fears. Do you know what I realized when I was in that room, struggle busing through the hot yoga, which I actually finished, friends. So at the end of the day, again, that false evidence appearing real, none of the stuff that I had built up in my head as it related to me doing hot yoga came to fruition. And I actually did better than I thought I would do. I did some things that I didn't know I could do, which ends up happening a lot of times when we take that step of faith forward, is what I realized is nobody was looking at me. Nobody cared what I was doing. Why? Because everybody else was on the same struggle bus. Like they were focused on themselves and getting themselves through the hot yoga session. So that's another reminder is if you have fear of rejection about putting yourself out there because what other people are going to think or judge you, one, most people probably aren't even looking at you. And two, if the people that are looking at you are judging you, then their opinion really doesn't matter. You know, you might want to make a list. This is a good exercise. Make a list of the people's opinions that do matter. But then even that, 
do you really want them to prevent you from moving forward in what you're being called to do? I'll give you an example. I have a board of directors. I've talked about them in the past. And um, I've had times when I've went to them and they didn't think something was a good idea. They didn't think I should do it, blah, blah, blah. I'll take their input, but that doesn't stop me from moving forward where I really feel like I'm being called to do. So um, friends, this is just kind of a friendly reminder, a challenge as we talk about um, giving gratitude and goals is that don't let fear get in the way from doing what you're being called to do. What I've, um, as I kind of dug into this a little bit more is um, looking at the aspect of fear is really about what we can't control. So think about that job that you want to go after is what can you control at the end of the day, you can control of what you've done, the work that you've put in, the education that you might have had, the past careers that you've had, the networking, the relationship building, putting together a strong resume, maybe even getting help, some outside help to put together that resume, submitting a really good application, not just flying through it, but being very thoughtful and applying you can't control anything else that happens to that. If you're a person of faith, um, that's when you just give it over to God. You say a prayer and you said, hey, I've done everything that's in my power. Now I'm giving that control over um, to you, God, and open and close doors. That's a prayer that I often pray is, um, but then we have to be okay with that closed door and not try to go control and grab back at something that maybe wasn't meant to be. And at the end of the day, when we don't let that fear control us anymore and we just constantly are moving out in faith, moving out in faith, taking the action. One, it's really cool to see the the doors that open and the opportunities that do come about. But two, but the next thing is, I don't know if it's two, sorry, I kind of get messed up in my numbers, but um, it also leads us to freedom. It's freedom when we can just say, okay, here is my fear. This is what I'm fearing. I'm fearing I won't get this job. I'm fearing that I set this goal and I'm not going to accomplish this goal. I'm I have fear of what other people think about me. And so I don't even want to put myself in that position where people can judge me. But if we give up the control of the result of all those things, the results of the goal, the results of what other people think, the results of getting the job and just say, I'm going to do my part. I'm going to do what I can control and give everything else over to God. Man, friends, that just opens up a whole other world for you and it is very freeing. I um so I hope in some way this helps you. I would love to hear about what jobs you're going after, what careers you want to pursue, what goals you're pursuing. Um and let's let's work on these things together. That's a another whole point of this uh podcast is to move you forward in life to not be stagnant to not be still um and to step out in faith and as always friends tips and ideas and conversations so you can move forward to get to giving your best life thank you so much for listening we know your time is valuable and we're grateful you shared it with us 
For more information about Stephanie, her books, and speaking, head over to givinggal.com. And remember, there are many ways you can give back by subscribing to Giving Your Best Life, sharing this podcast, writing a review, and signing up for Stephanie's newsletter. We're grateful for you. Now go out and get to giving your best life.